there's one core concept that will do more than anything else to help you avoid the financial fatality that you can experience if you commit a dreaded prohibited transaction in your self-directed IRA. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you what that concept is right now in episode number 264. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, Self-Directed Investor Nation. Welcome to the broadcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you. This is episode number 264, so that means all of the notes and resources for today's show will be available to you at selfdirected.org slash 264. Hey, for all of you folks up in the Bay Area of San Francisco, I'll be in your area soon, and I'd love to meet you. In fact, uh, my lovely wife Carol and I will be in the area on the evenings of June 12th and 13th, and I'd love to meet you. Let, let me know if you'd like to join us. Some of us will just likely have uh, dinner together one of those evenings, and if you'd like to join us, it's casual, just kind of a friendly thing. Drop me a line at feedback at selfdirected.org, feedback at selfdirected.org, and we'll get the info to you. Now, why will I be visiting the Bay Area? And more importantly, What's the answer to today's focal point, which is which one concept is, is the best driving force for avoiding trouble with prohibited transactions in your self-directed IRA? Well, the answers uh, are related, as it turns out. You see, I'll be in the Bay Area during that time because I've been asked to come out and teach concepts of estate and tax planning in connection with self-directed IRAs to licensed California attorneys. Now, there's a huge amount of interest in the topic of self-directed IRAs in the legal community, and it's a high honor for which I'm grateful to have been asked to, to teach continuing education to California attorneys through UCLA's continuing education program for lawyers. Now, as I've been preparing for this training that I'll be doing for those licensed attorneys, there's one concept that comes up over and over and over again as the best defense against the risk of prohibited transactions in a self-directed IRA. That concept simplicity. Now, for those of you just getting started in the self-directed IRA world, let me take a quick moment to catch you up on this thing called prohibited transactions. Without being particularly technical, think of a prohibited transaction as anything you could do uh, that potentially uses the assets of your IRA in a way that doesn't wholly benefit your IRA alone. So simple examples. If you have an IRA and you borrow money from it, that's a benefit to you and it's prohibited. If you own real estate in your IRA and you either live in or even just occasionally use that real estate yourself, that's a benefit to you, prohibited. If you use your IRA funds to renovate a property that's owned by you, not the IRA, that's a benefit to you, it's prohibited. And the significance is that for most prohibited transactions, you're blowing up your IRA if you commit one. It's quite common, probably even the norm, for people who square off with the IRS over prohibited transactions to lose a half or more of their entire IRA balance. And it's in no way rare for people to lose the entire thing. So this is a huge, massive, big, big, big deal to avoid prohibited transactions. Which returns me to the issue of simplicity. Here's a good generalization. The more complicated or non-standard a transaction is, the more likely it is to result in a prohibited transaction. 
So what's the simplest investment you can make in an IRA? It's probably just buying a publicly traded stock, right? Yeah, that's simple. And there's very little risk of committing a prohibited transaction when limiting yourself to the most common and standardized of assets like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, CDs, etc. In other words, all of the stuff that either Wall Street or your bank will sell to you. Then there's real estate, which is easily the most common type of asset in self-directed IRAs. If you simply buy real estate and hold on to it, that's relatively straightforward. You've got to avoid using that real estate in a personal context, but other than that, it's generally pretty simple to avoid prohibited transactions, although slightly more complicated than with stocks or CDs. Then there's rental property. There again, it's a relatively common type of transaction in a self-directed IRA, but there are more moving parts than a simple buy and hold of a piece of land. Just the question of managing and renovating a property complicates the issue quite a bit more, and there are more ways than you can that you can commit, uh, quite accidentally, no doubt, a prohibited transaction in your IRA. Then there's property flipping, which is possible but represents its own can of worms for self-directed IRAs. It's even more complicated and more prone to prohibited transactions than rental property investments. So you see my point? There's a, pro a progression, and the simpler the asset is, the more likely it is that you won't commit a prohibited transaction. But that does not mean you should shy away from these alternative assets. No way. In fact, I think that one particular type of real estate-related asset stands out as a spectacular intersection of alternative asset investing and safety concerning prohibited transactions, and that is private lending. If your IRA acts as a private lender, essentially what you're doing is making profit for your IRA in the form of interest. You're getting payments every month. And frankly, the law concerning lending and notes and debts is very well settled, leaving very little room for prohibited transaction issues to arise. Not zero room, but very, very little. I think this is absolutely the best way for most people to get some real estate exposure in their IRA that's very, very safe and predictable. So what's the point? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> the point is to always evaluate your transactions on a relative complexity scale as an initial indicator for determining how high your prohibited transaction risk actually will be. And there's a great simple test for this. Here it is. Visit a local bar in a professional area of town and strike up a conversation with uh, some other customer. Tell them what you're about to do and see what reaction you get. For example, I'm about to buy a rental property in my IRA. Have you ever done that before? And then just listen. If they mostly pepper you with questions or their face kind of scrunches up in, in, in uh, pain or curiosity, there's some complexity there. And that's a great sign to make sure you have high-quality legal counsel on board before you take any action. Because, my friends, the cost of prohibited transactions can be exceedingly high. But it's a risk that's highly avoidable. And that's what I want for you, to enjoy all of the flexibility of your self-directed retirement account while steering clear of the potentially fatal landmines. And remember, if you're in the Bay Area and would like to meet up for a casual group dinner on June 12th or 13th, I'll be in the area teaching California lawyers about self-directed IRAs during the day, but I would love and be delighted to meet you folks for dinner in the evening. So drop me a note to feedback at selfdirected.org, and I'll let you know where we'll be. And my friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. 
Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 